Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 29. Grace is holding it up for me on a cue card because I kept asking her what episode we're on because, frankly, I never know. We have teacher braids going yeah. on. I have no idea what day of the week it is, no idea what episode we're on, but we're just going to roll We're with just going to go. I, I just want to say congratulations to all of our teacher friends in Ontario who got their report cards done. Yeah. It is that time of year. Yeah. Which people think is like... Not Christmas. We're not talking about Christmas. We're talking about report card season and interview time. So, brace with us if we do go into a tangent of like, I don't know. I was gonna say I do that every week. I do. (laughs) Yeah, we do. But if we like, if I sound delirious and I start to burst out laughing and I have fits of giggles, I'm just. I think I'm running on one cylinder in my brain right now. That is fair. And I just had like an hour and a half staff meeting. Oh no! Which was like painfully long. (laughs) <laughs> After teaching all day and then sitting down yeah, for way. an hour and a half meeting. Did you at least get to watch a funny video? We did. The, the sexual stages. harassment. Which was the best thing because it was a lady from the board talking and reading from the cue cards. cue cards. And it was just the most brilliant. Like, it was like an SNL moment, you know, like. Yes. I know it's very. Listen, I'm not laughing and no. I'm making light of like sexual harassment. But some of these videos. Fans. Speaking of funny videos, have you guys seen the SNL Hallmark Christmas movie trailer spoof? Oh my gosh. Do yourselves a favor, Google it. They are so dead on, it kills me. No, you have to also watch the SNL, the candle The candle kiss, song. The candle song, when they're re-gifting the same candle, candle that peach candle. All around the world. Oh. Yeah, please check it out. The ladies of SNL are killing it this year. Oh my gosh. That was a couple years ago, but yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh, okay. That was a couple years ago, but still. It was uh, Kate McKinnon and A.D. Bryant, right? And Emma Stone. So welcome to episode 29. Which has nothing Christmas themed in it. We just thought we'd throw that out there. I can sing some jingle bells? No, please don't. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Beth, what are you coming Yeah, to right. Do? I should get to the topic at hand. <laughs> so I'm going to be talking about the Dean House. And I assume it's pronounced Dean because it's spelled D-E-A-N-E. And it is in Calgary. Or is it pronounced Dean? Diani? Diani? Dion? Sounds like a water. Diani? I know. Fresh spring Diani. Do you want me just to get into it or? <laughs> sure. Okay. That's very teacher-like. That wasn't even like you're waiting for my, like, you're just going into it. If you don't listen and if you miss this, it's going to be on the test and you're screwed. Okay? I'm not going to explain it again, but then I do like five times. All right. So I'm talking about the Dean House. It was originally built in 1906 and it is actually now a heritage site. It's preserved by the government. It's all safe. But basically, it's all safe. Built in 1906, and it was the official residence of the superintendent of the Royal Northwest Mounted Police, Richard Burton Dean. It's interesting, this one, because it's kind of known as, I don't want to say like the fastest growing haunted location in Canada, Mm -hmm. but I had never heard of it. And all of a sudden, I found one link to it, and all these European ghost things had mention of it. I shouldn't say all of them. I found like two. Ghoststory.org UK is where I got a lot of my information from. Wow. And something called the Daily Hive. And they have a cute little... Daily Hive. Yeah. From the Daily Hive. Yeah, but I, that was kind of interesting. So anyhow, basically it was built in 1906. And it was originally located at the corner, if you guys are out that way, of 9th Avenue and 6th Street. But in 1929, it was moved to its present location as part of kind of like this Fort Calgary thing. Hmm. But there's like a restaurant in this building and a couple other buildings that are okay. kind of sequestered together. Sorry, after it moved in 1929, it became a boarding house up until 1973. After 1973, it became a gallery and a studio for local artists to produce art and showcase their works. And it was interesting because it's in the late 70s, early 1980s that any paranormal 
stuff started to come out. So from 1906 to like 1977, nada, boom, 70s, all the paranormal creepiness started. Or at least people reported it then and they maybe just didn't report it before. Do you think maybe because nobody documented it or there's a lot of people who kind of like brush it off as not paranormal? Maybe. Or as a boarding house, you don't usually stay there long term either. True. From that time on, there is like tons of accounts and rumors of tragic and horrible deaths that occurred. And so much so that the Calgary Association of Paranormal Investigations, or CAPI, as I like to call it, C-A-P-I. They're probably so good right now, but CAPI. Cappy actually seriously went in and looked and went through the police records and the archives, but they only found documentation of three deaths. Hmm. So the first one was uh, Miss Umperville. I shouldn't laugh. Umperville. I shouldn't laugh. She sounds like a Dr. Seuss character. Hey, <laughs> we're going to feel really bad in a minute though, because oh. she died. She was stabbed. Oh, I'm so and sorry. And her husband committed Umperville. suicide. So that was two of the documented deaths. So it was a murder, murder suicide. suicide is what it reads like. It just says one of the occurrences was the stabbing of Miss Umberville and the suicide death of her husband. And on a separate occasion, there was a man who died of quote-unquote natural causes. So Cappy, <laughs> it's going to make me laugh every time, believes that the tragic deaths of Mr. and Miss Umberville is kind of what served as a catalyst for the paranormal activity mm. to start coming in. The main thing that kind of gets reported the most is apparitions of ghosts. Mm-hmm. There's an indigenous man who once shouted at a woman that she was on sacred land and could get off the property down in the basement. Mm-hmm. Another person reported a man smoking in an area of the house for me to look like how it was back in when it was first built. Mm. And then the weird one that creeped me out was reports of a man with no lower portion of his limbs floating down a hall. Oh, that's always yeah. like a creepy vision. Yeah. You don't see the full torso? You don't see half of a torso? The way they wrote it was, quote-unquote, a man with the lower portion of his limbs missing. Like, that's so weird. It's just creepy, though. Yeah. Other stuff is like the normal ghost things, like an antique telephone ring when it's not plugged in, stuff like that. I just want to go back to the apparition. Yeah. No legs. My theory is like... Well, it says no limbs, so I'm like, is it arms and legs, or is it... And then there's me, I'm thinking, is this ghost just too lazy to, like, fully (laughs) apparate? It's like, meh. It's like what we do in the shadows where yeah. he can't transform his face, but everything else turns to like your cat or that. It's good enough. It's close enough. See, that's a lazy ghost to me. I'm like, eh, good enough. They, they got it. The creepiest one, though, has to be upstairs in the attic. There is a blood stain in a closet upstairs in the attic. That's been documented. That's a legit thing. There is blood up there. And it's rumored that the blood changes in size. And if you wash it away, it'll come back. Now... The paranormal investigators couldn't prove this because this is where Kelsey, they're not going to let them wash the stain. But every time they go visit, they take a photo of it to see if they can document any changes. Is it actual blood, though? Like, I wonder if they I ever took know. samples or is it sometimes like... They say it's blood and they're pretty... If there's like a leak? The khaki people seem pretty like hardcore into ruling stuff out. So I would assume they probably... The I'd be able, like, that. We'd just like to know, like, how to get samples. But it's the stain, though. It's not, actual, it's not actual blood. It's just the stain of it. So they take a photo of it to see. But the problem is, most of the time when they go to take a photo of it, their camera stops working or they have recording problems. That's weird. The other weird part is the closet where it is. They keep trying to lock it and workers will come back and see it hanging open or the lock falling on the floor, stuff like that. Okay, I'm sorry. You just remind me from work. Okay, do you want to hear something weird that happened to you talk about work? It happened today at work and I kid you not. End of the day, get in our class ready, and I swear to God, I felt from the time I show, I turned around, there was nobody there behind me. Really? I swear to God, I felt 
And my students looked at me like, <laughs> like something happened. They're like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I just continued, but I actually felt, and my hair is down mm-hmm. and my hair is short. So it's not like I'm wearing a ponytail, it's, you know, fling yeah. around. My lanyard's down. I was like trying to debunk, like, what the heck just happened? It was creepy. Sorry. Just reminded me of the work. That's and I was okay. trying to, like, I wanted to tell you that and share it with those of you because you're the only one that doesn't look at me like I'm crazy, but it was kind of crazy. That keeps happening. You can't check your nerves on your shoulder out. Well, that's like, like, no, a, but that's the thing. Like, I thought it was a twitch. It yeah. was not a twitch. If it was like a finger poking you have, me. You have, like, the most annoying ghosts. They just keep poking you. But why? Pay I'm not attention, sure. Grace. Pay attention. Pay I'm attention. not just sure, but honestly, I really don't know. Like, if I'm, I'm going like, crazy. I'm like, your ghost is it's like, excuse me, Miss Hope. I know. I know. Do you have a moment? <laughs> Do you have a moment to hear the word of Christ? <laughs> Jehovah Witness ghost? I've been listening to your podcast, and I think we need to talk. <laughs> I have a Jehovah Witness ghost come and talk on my shoulder. Sorry. If that would happen to anyone, it would fully happen to you. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry. No. I digress. And no, I just wanted good. to share that mm-hmm. because I just thought it was the weirdest thing that happened today. That is true. And I'm going to stop. I thought you were going to say someone unlocked your door like in the store and I'm like, yeah, that's a kid. I'm just wait and see how long it takes you to notice. Let's help. I Oh my God. Stop it. I'm not going to fight. I'll do it because you tell me to. <laughs> anyway. So basically where I was at, the creepy door lock won't stay locked. In the 1990s, the local TV station actually brought in a psychic and the psychic went on a walk through the house and she picked up one close to the porch area and another one in the parlor, which is now where the bar is. Apparently it's a restaurant now. So there's a bar you can go drink. Probably explains a few things. <laughs> and the psychic also stated that she believed the house was built on an indigenous burial ground. If it wasn't so much for the cappy people, I'd be like, yeah, a lot of this is just BS. But I don't know. The cappy people seem to put in their work. That's it's interesting to me. I didn't know a lot about it, but... Now, how many hauntings did they have, they said? Like, tons and tons and tons. And how many like, apparitions did they believe that are haunting this area? Like, did they Well, this is the three main ones. Yeah. Your story is very similar to mine. Like, this a parallel is crazy. Yeah. I do it's like every old house now is haunted with a bar. Let's put a bar in it. We'll tell people there's ghosts. And we'll just, like, rig it to, like, ring a bell every few hours. People will be like, oh, my gosh, it's haunting. <laughs> like... <laughs> I would actually go to stay these places because, hey, it's got ghosts in a bar. Hello. I did. I wouldn't stay overnight. You're more into the investigation than I am. I'm more into the ripples of what people thinking ghosts do to. I'm into the investigation stories. with some spirits. Spirits with spirits. Yeah, That's do my it. trademark. That's your next podcast. Spirits, spirits with spirits. spirits and grace. Yeah. Spirits with spirits. I like that. It's I got to ask my cousin who lives in Calgary. Yeah. Interesting. Calgary's got some really creepy places. And he actually likes the paranormal stuff. He kind of yeah. gets scared by it, but he would probably go check it out for do me. Do it. Do it. I wonder if they do. Hey, James White. There you go. If you go to Calgary, check out this place for a seance. Yeah, the seance. Ooh, that'd be cool because it's old, kind of like Edwardian yeah. era. Uh, it's not super. I'll put up oh, some photos of it. No it's sense. cute, though. It's actually really cute. It's renovated, up, probably. Yeah. Something happened to it. It was like, um, they had to do some renovations on it. Something happened to it. It's going to bug me now. I'll look it up after if it was, oh, a broken sprinkler. That's what it was. Kind of flooded it. So they had to rebuild it back in 2019. So go, if you're ever in Calgary, go get some eats. Go see some ghosts. And then, and apparently, and it's cool fact about Calgary during the whole stampede, they go through like, I don't know how many thousands of pancakes a day. Really? Because they do. an interesting choice. Yeah. I was just reading something about that, like about pancakes in Calgary. I mean, I'm not going to play pancakes are delicious. I think it's like they said 10,000 pancakes a day, the Calgary stampede. I can see that. We should go in there. Yep. 
Cowboys and pancakes. I'm in. I'm all about that. <laughs> so, like I said, mine's not that exciting. It was just more about no. I'd never heard of it. But apparently in Europe, everybody knows. Which is funny, I guess. Well, the Europeans do like to travel a lot. They do. They travel way more than we do. I think Canadians have a pretty good average of traveling as well outside of our comfort. Like, we actually go to the States. That's the thing. It's cheaper to go outside of our country than it is to see our own country, which drives me crazy. Crazy. I know. Funny thing is, so back in October with our friend Victoria, we went and we decided to do that ghost walk in Buffalo, which was the worst. Oh, yeah, worst, you did that one, yeah. The worst ghost <laughs> tour. It was like around Halloween. We thought, this is great. We're going to go check this out. Go downtown mm-hmm. Buffalo, which Buffalo's got this beautiful old yeah, historical oh town. Oh, my gosh. All you know, that. The whole Art Deco. Exactly. And they have Museum District. And we were so excited. I'm like, yes, this place is going to be a great tour. We get there. And this guy was more of like a history buff, which I'm not knocking history. I love history as much as the next person. <laughs> I'm just laughing. Coming from a history major, that's not that many people. What? Well, <laughs> the thing is, okay, Victoria and I were sitting there and we knew American history. Yeah. And obviously Canadian history. The Americans had no clue about the Canadian history. Yeah. So when he started talking about Sir Isaac Brock, we kind of like, whoop, whoop, like we know who he is. Yeah. And it kind of glazed over eyes. They just totally stopped yeah. tuning up. Anyhow, we left the door. That's we left bad. the door. It was they bad. Stick it out. Oh, it was horrible. No. There was this beautiful no. restaurant bar. We ended up going to that place and said because it was more interesting than the tour itself. That's sad. But anyhow, so one of the guys in this tour yeah. is from Buffalo, grew up and raised in Buffalo, has never been to Toronto. Hmm. I said, you know, it's like an hour and a half, right? Basically, where we're standing, like two hours max. And you get so much more for your bang for your buck because it's Yeah, but he's never been to Toronto. Really? That's interesting. So he's like, yeah, I've never thought of traveling there. And I said, yeah, we do day trips to Buffalo all the time, like once a month. Kind of like a rite of passage. (laughs) Yeah, you go a lot. I don't go as often as you. But I'm more of a homebody than you are. Yeah, so... That's your regular story. So anyhow, I don't mean to disrespect anybody who does the tours there, but the time we were there, it was just not good. Probably, he was like the buddy of the friend who does it. This friend got sick. He was like, I'll just cover for you. No, I I think this guy was more like he was just, I'm a history major. I'm smart. Just to hear me talk. And you're just going to sit there because I'm this proud white male. I know my history. It was like one of those things. It's like, okay, let's just bring it down a bit. Let's just tell the story. And I, no references to ghosts whatsoever see that's the part i can handle it but if it's they a ghost have... tour you need to have references to ghosts. anyhow so victoria and i just started making our ghost story on the way there so it was actually quite funny anyhow right, let's go so it is time for our random canadian facts and now for some random canadian facts our first canadian random fact which i like is that cheddar is the most popular cheese in canada yeah it is on average canadians consume 23.4 pounds Per person annually. And I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's true. I probably consume more than that. Costco sized cheddar. <laughs> that's what I am all about. It's a go to. You put it on everything. Oh, love cheddar. Love cheese. There are about 200 species of mammals in Canada alone. That's it? Not animals. Mammals. Do they count the ones in the zoo? No. Do they count the kangaroo? But not animals. I just want to clarify because I'm talking mammals. to my student right now. We're talking about, yeah. Warm-blooded that gives birth, you know, blah, 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 blah. 200. And I thought it was interesting. That's because I'm teaching about the living and non-living things in science unit right now. And I'm on this, like, brain mode. And I'm having so much fun watching Bill Nye videos. So Yes, and still hold up. Yep, still hold up. Love him. I love his podcast as well. Bill, Bill, 
If you guys want to listen to another podcast, you're a big science nerd like I am, I do recommend Bill Nye's Lines podcast along there with Ologies with Ellie Ward. So I am talking about the Inn and the Falls Embrace Bridge. Also, for those in the know, is home to Santa's Village. (laughs) Yes. Chris's great aunt and uncle had their honeymoon there. No. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, it's this adorable little theme park. And it's, like, set up as, like, this is where Santa lives in the summer. Mm-hmm. They have, like, reindeer and Christmas, oh, what's it called, ornament-themed, like, Ferris wheel and stuff. Yeah, it's very yeah. sweet. His great-aunt and uncle had their honeymoon there, which That's I thought was adorable. really cute back in the 50s, I think. So Brace Bridge is about two and a half, three hours away from Toronto. It's located right in the heart of cottage country. So for those who probably have heard of places like Muskoka Lake, Muskoka is like the place of the place. Country. It's cottage country and like celebrities are out there. Goldie Hawn and like Kurt Russell have a cottage out there. Tons of celebrities have houses. And that's in a cottage because cottage to me is like a little log cabin. Sometimes you have outdoor plumbing. Sometimes you have indoor plumbing. Some of them are winterized. Some are not. These are like multi-million dollar mansions. Like some of these boathouses are bigger than our house. I'm mm-hmm. not kidding you. So Chris's cousins live out there and they live in this really nice house. It's not ostentatious, not big whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's Is like, it haunted? It's a house. It's a house. No. <laughs> it's one of new houses. They live on the river. Yeah. But right across, we call it the Great Gatsby House. <laughs> and this is this beautiful white house. And we sit there and we like to drink. We have our own like scenarios. What's going That's on in that house? Apparently, they feel bad. The lady who lives in the house. I have no idea what happened. I don't know if she was drinking yeah. or something like that. Apparently she walked out, like, yeah. outside, and she broke her arm from, like, the second floor. Oh, And they no. think she was intoxicated. And she took a tumble? And she took a tumble and she broke her arm. Sugar. So that's where my cousin and I, like, created this story oh, okay. after drinking. Yeah. Yeah. I can feel that would drive. So we made this house haunted, even though it's probably not haunted. I just, love it. I like to make any house haunted. Just make your own story. <laughs> sure. So anyhow, back to the Bracebridge Falls. So it's, like, in in the falls. The main house was built in 1870 by a local man named John Adder, later purchased in 1877 by the local judge named William Crosby Maffey. I think it's pronounced Maffey. I'm sorry if I butchered this name. Fun fact, the word in dates back to medieval times. It was meant to basically be a place of shelter, comfort, peace, and refuge. Mm-hmm. Another cool fact, some say that Bracebridge itself came from one of my favorite authors from Washington Irving's novel, Bracebridge Hall. Hmm, that's kind of interesting. I didn't know that. So ships used to steam up through the Muskoka Lakes because the house itself is built right on the water. Mm-hmm. So steamboats used to come and the ships dock there. And it's just basically right below the inn, okay. which is cool because it's right on the water. Bracebridge was incorporated as a village in 1875. And then by 1880s, it was a thriving community. Had lumber, lumber mills, manufacturing, touring trades, two large tanneries, a flour mill, and a sawmill. And the population basically doubled and arose to 1600 in 1887. Wow. So basically within seven years, it boomed. Like it was just huge population. And a lot of people realize that because it's a beautiful countryside, mm-hmm. because you do have the water and you do have the forest, people are moving out there because yeah. there's like more opportunities. Now it's one of the most expensive cottage countries in Canada. And the population right now is only 15,000 about. Yeah. No. Still really small. The Matthew family were a uh, fabric of this brown town. Willem died in 1912 in England, but the house remained in the family until the 1920s where they sold it, the house and the estate itself. 
The house actually went over so many hands over the past few years. It was an apartment and then it was a youth center. 1930s, a family from Toronto purchased the house and turned it into a hotel. The Rainbow Valley Inn. Oh, that's from Anna Green Gables. Oh, that's so sweet. That was really sweet. Unfortunately, health problems, they had to sell it. And that hotel reopened in 1943 as a holiday house by Ernie Marriott. And they bought it and renovated it. It was accommodating to 35 guests were able to stay wow. there by the time they finished. I know, in 1943, it's pretty That's big. pretty substantial, yeah. So this is what I'm talking about, the commonalities between your story and mine. Mm-hmm. In 1955, a fire broke out on the top floor. And the whole upper part of the building was burnt down. Oh. It was approximately about $40,000 worth in damages. That's not good. Mm-hmm. You know, to see this old historical house. Mm-hmm. Apparently, now, this place, there's really no stories about any hauntings, right? Like, in terms of deaths. Yeah. Except for one, like, the history of this place is so vast because it changed so many hands. I oh, can't cover the tricky. whole thing. Oh. I'm only going to just give you guys a gist of this place because... I just laugh as I'm reading this. So our friends from Paranormal Secrets, they yeah. actually went there in 2006. No way. And apparently room 105 is haunted. They brought a psychic in and really? she said she was getting a feeling of sadness and just because like your place, yeah. they turn part of it into a restaurant and pub. Always do. People always want their booze. I am all about that. Place booze, in the and booze. booze and booze. Booze and booze. I'm here for the booze. <laughs> So I love this. So oh. there are apparently three ghosts that yeah. are attached to the falls. And I it's love this. Three. The management have gave the permanent resident nicknames. That sounds like something you would do. Okay. I enjoy that. Okay. The names are Charlie, mm-hmm. Sarah, and then Bob. It's always Bob. Bob. I love it. And that was the cutest thing. I love thing. it. That's adorable. So uh, many ghost enthusiasts believe that activity started to get amped when renovations were being done. Of course. Typical story always. of every time you take an old historical building, you start fixing it up. Anything like that seems yeah. to like shake the foundation. Something shakes yeah. the house. More powers being pulled in from all the tools. Exactly. So this is an interesting quote. So Jared Simpson was a former employee of the business that operated around there. And he was quoted in a local newspaper in 1976. Remember the decaying mansion as a child. And mm. he said, we used to call the haunted house, of course. I don't believe it was ever haunted. Although... <laughs> Miss Elchin and her husband later bought the house and converted it into a hotel. Often said she could hear bumps in the night. Ooh. Oh, again. <laughs> this house has changed so many times. In 1962, the house basically it said it turned into an English pub in the lower floor. I think it was just directly where the fire happened. Okay. So Jackie, who was the lady in 1975 that actually opened it fairly after called the Holiday House, to the Alchins, they said that Jackie and Jim's grandmother, who owned and operated the establishment, died in the house after suffering from cancer. Apparently, mm-hmm. grandmother, Naveen, always noticed saying that this place had a mind of its own. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much of this is to take into account. But like I said, paranormal groups have been in this place, yeah. and they all have said the same thing. Room 105 seems to be very That's active. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I can go on and on about this place, yeah. but really I will cool. need an extra day. But yeah, you have to do a part two. I would love to actually spend a night there. That'd be cool. Like I said, it's in the heart of cottage country. It is pretty, especially in wintertime. I will gorgeous. put up some photos. I'm showing Bathy. It is like a, such a super cute place. And this place is booming in the summertime. I can imagine. Yeah, that'd be like nonstop. Yeah. 
the history goes on, like there's so many stories and accounts of the same thing of like the root is very suspicious, like auspicious feeling to it. There's an antique bed in there, the entire room and the far right. Like, so people like they walk into this place and think it's yeah. cozy, but they hear things, they see things, they smell things. That's interesting. And again, it's a three residential ghost. I don't know about the history of the people. I'd like to find out more. I was trying to do research on who these ghosts were. It's Bob. It's always Bob. And I wonder if this old lady who passed away, Jackie, that being in living there and then dying in this building as well. If she's now in there. Maybe she's Sarah. No, but, oh, maybe. Jackie Sarah. Jackie Sarah. It was in 1975. Who knows? I don't know. So, I'm (laughs) not just sure if you guys have been to this place. No, I haven't I'm sure I buy it, but... Chris's cousins live out there, and they've been telling me to go there. He's like, you have to go for your podcast. You need to go out there. <laughs> he goes, it's a cool place, cool restaurant. Apparently, the food is really good there. Nice. I always love a good restaurant bar attached yeah. to the hotel. I, got, I like when I can have indoor plumbing and food when I do investigations. It's like home away from home. Right? All the but, comforts. But, but ghosts. But somebody else is cooking for you. <laughs> and cleaning up after you. I like this plan. Yeah. I like this plan. And we plan. can go for a spa. We can do a booze, booze, and Booze glass. and beauty? <gasps> booze and beauty. I love alliteration. It's one of my favorite things. Yes. I'm such a nerd. That was really cool, Grace. Yeah. I know. It's awesome. the only the parallels between your story yeah. and my story are very similar in terms like of the history of it and the ghosts mm. in the rooms and construction and fire. Just saying. I don't know if there was a fire in mine, but well, I know the sprinkler system went off. I wonder if a ghost sucks. set that off. If by ghosts, you mean kids probably smoking when they shouldn't have been. This is a smoke-free place. Someone's smoking a cig and... True. But usually alarms go off now. Yeah, Before the true. fire alarms. That's true, too. Yeah, you're right. The alarms will go off. Before the sprinklers. Who yeah. knows? Maybe. Maybe the ghosts did do that. They're like, I'm so tired of this decor. I want to change. You know, it's interesting. None of our stories lately have, have any spirits that help fold laundry or do any cleaning. I know. We have to find those ghosts. Those oh. nice, friendly ghosts. I wonder if this ghost in here, mm-hmm. especially because she's the owner, I wonder if she helps the cleaning up. Maybe. Or she's like, nah, I put in my time. This is your job now. Mm-hmm. Let me just spill some Cheerios. <laughs> Cheerios. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Anyhow. Yeah, you'll have to do a part two. That was a really interesting. Yeah, this story can go on and on and on. I would actually like to do part two if we could actually go to this place ourselves. Yeah, maybe one day. Spend a night in room 105. I know Beth and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to stay in room 105. And then I'm going to pass out first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be up all night in a ball in the corner being like, you stay away from me. You stay away from me. <laughs> or happened last time we went to the auto jail. You passed out. And I couldn't sleep because I swear I felt something watching the whole time. <gasps> you know what I did, though? I put on my headphones. And I left the light on, and I yeah. put on a podcast, and I just went, hmm. And the word goes to me, do this to me. Are you up? Keep up poking me. Are you up? Are you yeah. up? Pokey, where's someone call your ghost? Pokey the ghost? ghost. They keep poking you. I'm not like losing someone my Like, wanting to be your friend on Facebook back in, like, 2005. Oh, gosh. Does that still happen? Do people still <laughs> poke on Facebook? on Facebook anymore very often. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm hardly on it well, for our podcast, but, yeah. I did hear that we do have some of our uh, listeners who told us, Ruth, Hello, Ruth, hey. who um, did enjoy a podcast. So I'm excited. Aww. And she actually got two other friends who are into the paranormal. Oh, no. Yeah. Thanks, Ruth. And friends. Yeah. So it's just not her mom's anymore. Who just <laughs> I don't even think my mom listened to it. I think she just pretends to, to support me. Aw. Our moms are cool that way. <laughs> so if you guys have been to any of these mm-hmm. places yourself, like I know Bracebridge, it's probably a little bit more closer, especially people in Ontario. Yeah. If any of you guys have been there, let us know. I would like to know God. about your experiences. So funny. I never would have thought in a million years. What? Grace Bridge would be a hotbed for... Paranormal? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, Halliburton's got some haunted locations, too. This podcast is making me, like, everywhere is haunted. I don't think there's one city yet that you can go into and be like, it's not haunted. It's like, really? No, and it's funny. Having this podcast mm-hmm. and having friends or friends of family yeah. who either email me or Chris's friends like, hey, you got to check out this place. I know your podcast. You should check out this place. So I'm That's actually awesome. getting, yeah. That's so really I have good. people tell me you should check out this place. That's cool. I know. So... Our podcast is getting out there. We're doing it. We're doing it. Someone asked me the other day, has this podcast made you more open to the paranormal or more skeptical? Do you think it's changed your opinion? Yeah. Which way? I think it's more of a healthy skeptism. Okay. Like I said, the whole tapping of like, I don't know what the hell that is. Like maybe it was a Twitch. I have no idea. But it was just weird. Yeah. I have to see it to believe it. I love it. I love the thrill. Yeah. Knowing that you get to go somewhere that's apparently haunted. I get such a good thrill. I love it. I've gone the other way. I'm way more skeptical now. When I go to these places, I'm like, let's see what these people are doing. What thoughts do they have preconceived coming in? It's interesting how we just kind of move different ways through the... Although saying that, my whole first three episodes, I'm like, I'm calling BS. (laughs) Well, for me, like I said, but that's why I love going to these places, right? Mm -hmm. Because again, that's why our tagline isn't haunted or is it history, right? Just the thrill. It's like going on a roller coaster, right? It's the exhilarating thrill. If summer's haunted, I'm going to want to go to it. That's awesome. I personally think it's yeah. cool, but is it actually haunted? I don't know. Let yeah. me go check it out. And that's why I like going to these places you myself. Know, you know what I'm blaming? I'm blaming freaking James White. <laughs> because <laughs> ever since I've been to I'm like, oh my gosh, the mind can do crazy, crazy things. I'm blaming him. I keep trying to get him to let me in on all the seance secrets, but alas. Seance secrets are kept with him. Which, by the way, we're going to on Sunday. Woo! We're going to another James, our friend, lovely friend. If you guys have not been to a show, well, you better hurry up, because... <laughs> you guys probably know a town girl out about him, like, once an episode. Yeah. Because <laughs> he messes with my head so bad. You would want to go check out a show, because mm-hmm. it ends at the end of the month? Yeah. So check it out before it's gone. Even if you don't like seances and you like history, go check out this building, because you get to go places you normally don't get to go. Marilyn Dennis show was on yeah, it. Yeah. Actually, no, I was on CP24. CP24. He's been a couple things. And like, honestly, they are like a fun, entertaining. Yeah. And it can be terrifying. Oh, okay. <laughs> it can be terrifying. I put a clip up on our uh, Facebook page of when he was on the Marilyn Dennis show. Yeah. So check it out. It's pretty hilarious. It's really good. So we're actually going on Sunday. So yay. And so actually, that's going to be one of our upcoming episodes. It's actually oh, at yeah. the George Brown house. Oh, yeah, I forgot we were actually going to do that. I was like, all right. There's so much, guys. Everybody knows this is our passion. We love to come out and talk to you guys about history. But we have full-time jobs to help pay for this podcast. But if it was up to me, like, I would love to do, like, once a week, cover a different story, a different location. But, unfortunately, we don't have the time. But we do like this, and we do love the history. And there's just so much to cover. Yeah. So much to cover. I was surprised, actually. I'm going to be honest with you. I was like, yeah, we're going to run out of Canadian crap in, like, a year. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently not. I haven't even started my crazy conspiracy theories yet. (laughs) Beth and her turkey talk. Anywho, guys, thank you for joining us on our weekly or bi-weekly 29th rant and talk with Grace and Beth. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, if you did have stayed in these places or know of these places or know any of the places that we've never heard of but like us to cover... Please let us know. Mm-hmm. You guys can find us on Facebook and Insta. Instagram and on Twitter. We do have a Patreon page, and unfortunately, it's pretty sad. I'm going to be honest, I have done nothing with that in a very long time. I leave that all to you. So, yeah, I am the tech person, which I am not techie at all. So, remember, is it haunted or is it history? You guys decide. Stay spooky, and we will see you in episode 30. What? what? Have a good one, guys. Bye.